0: Welcome to Content Inspire, a podcast focused on sharing good people doing great things within the
1: sports nutrition and fitness industry.
0: In three, two, one. Welcome to Content Inspire. I'm your host, Andrew Calvino, and today I have the legend and badass himself. Shane Smith, um, the CEO of Stacked, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on here. I know that when individuals, the listeners hear your story, they're going to go after what they want. So introduce yourself to the listeners, my man. Uh, Hey, yeah, I'm uh,
1: Shane Smith. Uh, I founded, created, started the uh, supplement news and review website uh, Stacked, running it for, I think, 10, 11 years, might be 12, 13, been. (laughs) hard to
0: remember but it, uh, yeah it's close to over 10 i would say that's incredible i do remember that when i got into supplements many years ago you were actually on there you were on websites doing your thing so yeah it's it's been yeah. a minute um so dropping right into it um first question is what is your why
1: that was, a, that was that's a long story but i kind of fell into um stacked it was uh i think it was maybe 2008 2009 i was at university and i was um uh or college and i was uh was the swimmer at the time i was uh, that was the kind of sport i was into and um they would encourage us to get into the gym um and uh kind of build strength help for, help for training and blah 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 and then uh on the wall there they had a poster for a um protein powder and at the time supplements weren't that real weren't that big or widely available in uh, New Zealand and um it was just a deal that this local store had so I rolled over and I checked out the stuff and I said um hey would you like me to design you a website because the guy at at college was like hey uh, get some experience under you get some work just offer your services for free so I went over there and the guy that was there coincidentally was trying to start his own kind of distribution and store right. and um he was like well I don't want you to do one for this guy but if you do one for me <laughs> that, that'd be great so and he's like and we got into it and then he said uh instead of just doing the store how about you I mean you're from swimming how about you uh, you know, I I you say you can sell the stuff to your friends and make some money. And I was like, okay. And then I kind of just went down the rabbit hole of looking out online and finding out about every single brand at the time and how little we had in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I was like, I should start my own online store. And at the time, it was quite easy. And the other thing that people said was you got to have a blog that was just kind of the shit that was out everyone was saying blog blog." blogs I was like okay Uh, so I made a blog for the site and the idea was was that I update people on the products and brands that we're bringing in Mm -hmm. and uh, so anything new that was coming out for a brand we carried I shared it on there and it wasn't until like I don't know a few few months that I kind of looked at stats and was like this is pretty cool people are reading the site and then I saw that no one was reading it from the country from New Zealand which was where I was and it was all American and I was like why the hell would these guys be interested and it was because no one was doing was sharing updates no one was sharing news no one was collectively uh, sharing uh, I guess the uh, the excitement that brands were putting out and um, at the time it wasn't stacked, it was under the name of the store uh, and <laughs> And then when I noticed that I was like, oh, I got to change this. I got to make this separate because no one gives a sh- no one cares. No one buying from the store cared about the news and no one read the news cared about the, the stuff I was selling. so I, um, yeah, I think that night I was, I'm a very now person. If I like something, I do it like right then. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think it took me like two hours. Then I made a separate website. Um and i changed the name made it stacked i wanted stacked.com like with the e mm-hmm. and i tried and uh it was it's was some restaurant and uh i was like okay well i guess i just put a three in there like jack that was the kind that was the idea yeah and uh, com was pretty cool to have and it so i grabbed it and yeah i did it that the first logo i still remember doing was hideous but um yeah, I uh, did it that night. Turned it into stacked, and then over the next few months, I kind of started learning to write in sort of American English. Mm-hmm. You, it's a different spelling: uh, the the Z's instead of the S's, and the the O's without the U's. And I was, like, and then I learned. Uh, then we started doing in the the time zone as well. So the news was coming out. I would just do it at night or in the morning, and uh, time it with the U.S. Eastern time zone. And then it kind of just unfolded from there. More and more people keep reading. And then I w- the store was like, I kind of stopped doing it just because I liked bringing in kind of quality brands, mm-hmm. like top like specific pre-workouts, specific brands, specific things. And uh, it's I always found the market was dictated by the distributors. So like if a big distributor bought in this specific brand and flooded every store with it. I would look like the old one out if I was carrying something else. And so I was kind of just like, oh, screw it. It's not really selling that much. Let's just finish it. That was like 2009, 10. And then I was doing other things at the time, Mm -hmm. a lot of other things. And this was the last thing on my mind that was going to do well. I just did it because I was like, yeah, cool. I have a a website, I have a blog. So I think it was up until... 2013 maybe 14 I I didn't really take any money I didn't really make anything mm-hmm. uh, I was just doing it for fun um, so about three years and it wasn't until I met my now wife who said to me she's like look you're spending like three four hours a day on this thing I was like yeah it's cool and she said you got to make money on that and I was just sort of that's nah, okay she's like but you work for a job for like 15 an hour. Why don't you make 15 an hour on this? And I said, okay. And ads were the advertising banners were the only thing I knew. Mm-hmm. That was at the time, like kind of what news websites did. And so I reached out to like two brands and I said, hey, want, uh, actually at the, the first person that approached me, um, uh, I had already done for free. So I just put a banner on the site because I was like, cool, people are going to think it's like an ad. And then it wasn't until like someone else reached out I was like, hey, can I get what they have? And instead of saying free, my wife was like, charge them. I was like, I don't know what the hell to charge. So I just said, I think it was like 400 a month. I was like, yeah, just do 400. And he's like, I'll take it. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. People asked, hey, how do I get what he got? Do you have another space can you do this and I was like okay and it kind of just built itself out and then as that got better I just dropped all my previous jobs so I was working at a I was a retail assistant at like a at a phone company like AT&T kind of thing um I was a uh, retail display organizer so I would set up displays for uh like technology in the IT center, technology centers of uh, retail outlet outlets. Uh, I was also, I was, I was delivering as a courier driver, so delivery driver two days out of the week for my mom. And I was also doing extra work on ads and (laughs) movies. So I was doing whatever I could really to get money at the time. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just dropped each of them off as Stacks started doing better and better, which again was the last thing I thought was going to be any good. Cause it just seemed very far fetched at the time, but turned out, uh, yeah. So, so I kind of, it, it was very, it was just very organic. Like I didn't, I didn't say like, Hey, what can I do to do this? I kind of just fell into it almost. And, uh, guess my sort of traits just
0: helped build it the way it is. okay it actually sounds like it was a passion project that now turned into something absolutely amazing and incredible.
1: It, 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 again because like when I realized no one was doing a blog on news mm-hmm. it didn't really I didn't I didn't really think that much of it. I was just sort of like I just thought it was a just a normal thing to do. Because I was like, a blog at that time seemed very personal. It was kind of like, oh, put all your hobbies, like do a travel blog. That was kind of what it was. And to me, that's what I did. Because I wanted to put all the new supplements into kind of one place. And there was no place online that I could go to find that. And I just remember seeing ads in magazines, uh, ads on like the Olympia stream. And then I would go try and find that product. And not only could I not find that product because it wasn't out, I couldn't find any information on, on it whatsoever. And so uh, that was kind of, yeah, lack of, it just seemed so
0: obvious to me because every other industry kind of had it, but supplements. And um, dropping another quick question your way. Do you remember the first supplement that you ever took? Hmm. The
1: the first one I I can't it was it was fuzzy it was hazy back there <laughs> I don't know I don't know the first one I I took like I'm pretty sure the first one I, and, and uh, the first one I bought was uh, Optimum Gold Standard okay and uh, it was from the gym and I just remember one of the guys there ran a retail store and he saw me buy it and pay astronomical amount. It was like fifty US for a two pound, and he comes over to me in the gym. And he's like, "Dude, I run a store. Just come over there. I will hook you up." Typical, like, <laughs> kind of like, yeah, the nowadays thing. And then I was like, "Okay, so so, so I went over, and uh, yeah, that's when he kind of hooked me up for what five pound for the same price, um, and that was diamondized." And then I got introduced to creatine, and I think it was just some off-brand creatine powder. And uh, I think uh, it was really it, because again, at the time, pre-workouts weren't like the shit. I think the first pre-workout I had would have been uh, muscle nano NanoVapor. Okay. But yeah. I, didn't, I didn't quite grasp it when I first had it. I was like, oh, so it's like an energy drink. Mm-hmm. I didn't really and it wasn't until I tried another one and then they started getting more popular, I was like, oh, I meant to like smoke this and just and then it kind of came to get it, it was a little more obvious when the products got much better as to what they were mm-hmm. made for. Uh, Jacked was obviously the one that lit my balls on fire. That was the
0: uh, Yeah, I still remember trying the original Jacked. That was uh, uh, that was insane.
1: That's magic. That's what I keep saying to people. It's like, caffeine is the most magical supplement. Like so if you told someone in like the 1800s that if they had this little shot, they'll be bouncing off the walls. I mean, yeah, you can get like cocaine probably a better example. <laughs> but like, But like, if you told them that this little shot that tasted amazing was going to give you energy and whatever, like that seems just so... Harry Potter, like, <laughs> just seems so magical that this can give you energy and pre-workouts are like, it's it's, it's everything in one. If you feel tired, you can get wired. If you feel like lazy, it'll change that. Mm-hmm. If you feel great, it can make you feel better. It's, it's 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 an it's not
0: surprising that it became the beast that it is today. Okay. And um, I'm going to drop another quick question your way. And when did you realize that you had something special with Stacked? I still don't think I do. <laughs> you still don't think that you do. Okay. That's interesting. Cause I know a lot of um, entrepreneurs, um, they're always just constantly building and trying to get better. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Nice.
1: Cause there's so many things that I, 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 cause the one, I guess the one of the, skills that i had is that i learned how to i went to college for graphic design mm-hmm. and um because i didn't i failed at high school i did i couldn't get into college straight out i had to do like a, a kind of what like a mid mid course kind of thing mm-hmm. um and even then uh, when i applied for my to, to to get into the bachelor after that i was take it i had to take uh, like a was like a compen, like a compassionate entry. I didn't find this out until like later because I never got my last year in high school. I didn't pass, and uh, when I did this two year course for college, um, that's where I learned all my technical skills. So I learned they kind of that course was basically to teach you to go out to the workforce. So they taught me how to uh, build websites, um, program JavaScript, CSS, all this stuff. And then when I went into the Bachelor, uh, they basically took the guy. There was like a five people that they would accept into the course that seemed interesting but didn't have the qualifications, and that was me. Uh, I was one of them. And um, but yeah. I, and then when we did the design part, I had all the technical skills, and then that was when I kind of just put them together to make Stacked. And so for, throughout this entire time, I've been I programmed Stacked. I add all the features. I uh, Pick the design, shift it around, but there probably wouldn't be a month or week that I'm not tweaking the tiniest of things. And I would ask my wife and say, "Hey, I changed the font on the footer from 12 pixels to 11. Do you think it looks?" good? she's like, "This kind of shit is, is useless <laughs> to me." And but to me, I'm like, "How is it not so obvious? How do you not see this?" And then she's like, "You know what? I'll, I'll 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 entertain you. I like that one." okay cool but I do that kind of stuff and it's a constant like I'm always trying to make the website faster Mm -hmm. Um, little techniques and different things I add I always try and speed it up and um, I can always measure on sites and they'll be like "Oh, it loads in 350 milliseconds it's like well I can always get better so I can always find something to change and improve but It may it's maybe times like this that I think oh maybe stacked is pretty cool because when it's not until someone slaps me in the face and it's just like hey
0: you wanna talk about (laughs) that I'm like oh okay I guess guess people care yeah people do care you certainly do help people find amazing incredible brands or products so yeah stacked is the shit straight up. And then um, I'm gonna drop another quick question your way. How important is social media for your business or businesses in general? I think that was like, it's huge. I think when I
1: started, I didn't have a a real like a Facebook account at the time, Mm -hmm. but I was very, if if you had seen the things I Googled when I started this blog, it was like, it was very simple. Like I don't even I have, I just remember seeing a story that said you need a blog and I looked at the blog I said ten things I googled it how to make a popular blog how to make it better and they're like ten things seven things twelve things whatever but the 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 few that were very consistent or share everything on Twitter share everything on Facebook and Instagram came along and I was like well, shit I got to share everything on there and then LinkedIn kind of got popular and then share everything on there and it just kind of i just did because it, at the very least i didn't it, it wasn't not going to help um and we started facebook very early on and our facebook page same with our twitter instagram they just got popular gradually over time and uh you know you can you can see the different types of audiences mm-hmm. like instagram doesn't really bring traffic to your website because it's a difficult place to click through to or yep. from so we try and take the angle of you know, the, the TNA, the we've just got to put up sexy pictures of, but not people of supplements. That was the one thing I have not done. I think you may find one body on the stack Instagram. I am pride myself in not having any, it's all products, all snacks. Um But Facebook, I guess was the biggest one. It just seemed, it just, people would say they had seen us on Facebook because someone liked this or someone shared this. And we started doing uh, kind of boosting the posts on our Facebook page and um, just kind of boosted it. Because when Facebook became pay to play, it was kind of obvious, Uh, but when you did pay, you did get a little more than you did before. So I would kind of boost some posts that I thought were interesting and they would just blow up. They don't blow up as much as they did Uh, back then but because you got to pay more but uh, they would just get hundreds of comments hundreds of clicks and it was it it was a huge tool I mean Mm -hmm. I think Google we get a lot of traffic a lot more traffic from Google than we do Facebook but uh, I think it's Facebook's a difficult thing to measure because when someone sees it on Facebook without clicking it, it can still sit with them um and if they know Stacked, they can scroll through, see it on Stacked, and they won't click it. They may check it out later. And so it's a, it's just a very incredibly important tool that I would say you just you just kind of have to need. You just, you just have to have it. Um, Facebook, uh, and I remember when I Googled back in the day, I said Facebook is for spreading the news, Instagram is for showing off, and Twitter was for starting conversation. And so I remember when we first... Before we had automation, mm-hmm. we would change the status updates to kind of suit the platform. And uh, now it's just we share everything the same. But um, yeah, it was because uh, 2010, 11 was kind of when Facebook it was huge at the time, but it wasn't really like the essential for business. You, you could find brands that didn't have social media. Uh, I certainly found some but uh, it was, it was, it was important. But I guess now it's just like,
0: if you don't have it, it's unheard of. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so you, have you seen a transition um, from individuals from Facebook to Instagram and now the new kid on the block, TikTok? So. Uh,
1: t- TikTok's a tricky one. I, I, Cause I, I remember when Snapchat rolled around as well, I didn't really like, it was a difficult, it felt more like a personal, so, like a inter kind of mm-hmm. uh, social media. But I remember seeing a lot of brands try and incorporate Snapchat and I haven't not anymore, but it was um, like, I think it's uh, I saw a lot of people go from Facebook to Instagram, but they never dropped Facebook. It just, Instagram just became equally popular. Mm-hmm. um so i would say facebook and instagram are two of the, the most important platforms to us but tiktok it's uh my wife uses it she tells shows it to me all the time and i said to her and she's very familiar with it and i said "Does stack have a place on it and she's like hell no and i was like and because it's difficult because i don't want to be that old man who's like i don't want to be on so that was kind of my thing was to get into everything mm-hmm. when it came out but it's difficult to kind of imagine where I would fall on TikTok. Supplement brands make sense. Again, it kind of reminded me, not that TikTok is on the level of Snapchat or vice versa or whatever, but it just reminded me of Snapchat, how brands were trying to shape how they were to get on there. Um, yeah. Some brands, I think, seamlessly go with a platform like Bang, of course, just, they were kind of already doing what was on TikTok on Instagram anyway. And so it was like, oh, that's just their perfect platform. Um, It's just, yeah, I think for some brands, it's, it's not an ideal fit. Like it just doesn't suit them. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there are some brands like bang, just perfect fit. I think animal could be a great uh, brand on there. I don't know if they have one or not, but it's not the platform to, I guess, share uh, announcements and news and, tease new products and flavors to your fans it's, it's a very again very snapchat like where it's there just more to interact with fans and show off and stuff um yeah i, I if i do one it will probably be personal all right i have no I don't, I don't i have no idea if it would be at all interesting to stack fans to did you catch the new flavor on tiktok because it's a again it's not it it seems a little bit more difficult than instagram to better incorporate that click to get you information it just seems more of a like youtube we're not great on youtube we're horrible but i haven't really i haven't really found a way because we started doing uh, video reviews where we would kind of pair a review with uh, a video kind of review with uh, our written reviews
0: mm-hmm.
1: and our written reviews would get thousand two thousand reads first day but it would get the video at the top of that post maybe get three views four views and i was like i don't understand even i would watch the video because it's faster and i remember asking my friend and i said what did you think of the new video stuff we do and he said dude i don't get a stack to watch videos i said what do you mean he's like i'll read the information because i want to find out the information He's like, I might be taking a shit or on the bus or at lunch. I don't want to play a video. And I was like, it never hit me that when you're trying to take in information or read it, you'd probably much prefer it in a quick written format than going through a video. And uh, we still do them. But again, I think YouTube's just one of those platforms that might not quite be suited as well for us. Or our audience might prefer to just get it the written way. But um, yeah, TikTok, I, I, I know is a, is a beast uh, and it's just uh, I'm, I mean, either I'm too old or it's an old fit. <laughs> uh,
0: I wouldn't say too old. Nah, dude. Um, TikTok is just, I guess, the algorithm. They're just allowing videos and people to just blow up faster. Kind of like the way how yeah. Instagram first was when it first came out before it became pay to play. So that was, that, was the, that was the other thing was that, it, again, it didn't really seem like if you wanted to put a video out
1: on TikTok to get your audience, it may not necessarily hit that audience. It seemed to very, like you said, like my wife will scroll through things and just kind of watch video to video to video, but she's not necessarily following everything. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of was like, oh, I don't know. It's, but I mean, usually see, usually find out like Snapchat was around for a good five years. And I don't mean to say it's gone, but it was, still, it's like still- I re- yeah, it is. It, I just, I just remember brands really, really pushing it, trying to, but now I
0: don't think many of those brands do it at all. Yeah, no, I don't. Um, I think Ghost tried to go, yeah. but they were like, yeah. nah, cause it was a dying platform um, when they got on, unfortunately. Um, I know Ghost is on TikTok now. They're doing their thing, Ghost Energy. I do see other brands out there, such as Rise. um, And I see other brands on TikTok. So they're utilizing it. So as long as it fits your brand, your audience, and it's a right fit for you. um, So it's all good. Just going to drop another quick question your way is, what is your favorite form of content to create? because I know you do, um, informative reviews, um, product launches and you have a podcast of your own. So do you have a, do you have a moment where you're like, you're, I'm enjoying this? I mean, all of it really. Okay. Kind of, kind of all of it.
1: I don't. Yeah. I mean, if it's a small piece of news, in fact, I guess the one that I like the most is when I'm sort of like, uh, at expos, Mm -hmm. um, when we're at expos and I have uh, very little time, very little sleep and I'm trying to share news from each of the brands at this expo, obviously that's not the case anymore, but uh, when uh, they were happening, um, that was, I liked that. It just kind of, I don't know, knowing you have four hours work to do and two hours and I don't like doing meetings at expos, but I end up getting them, and then trying to squeeze those in as well, and then trying to get a workout in, which is near impossible, and then trying to prepare all the work and get ahead of the next day. Mm-hmm. I just love the, like I got three, I got three days of work, and I'm probably gonna get like six hours sleep. I just I like that. Not sure of the work. I enjoy just doing the work nonetheless, but doing it uh, under pressure, I think it's just, I don't know. It's weird. I don't like it at the time, but I kind of do. It's, it's, it's wow.
0: odd. That's interesting. But thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. Um, I'm going to drop another quick question your way. Has there ever been a moment where you've had to say no to working with a brand or company because it's not the right fit or you don't want to share whatever products they're pushing or trying to push yeah a lot (laughs) (laughs)
1: we've had uh i mean uh like if it's a brand that's supremely bad like i've had a I've seen a product but they're not coming they won't really come to us Mm -hmm. the brands that come to us I guess know the platform and want to be on it and the brands that don't want to come to us also know the platform and know what what I might say if it's on there for like there have been brands that I've highlighted before I'm like 100 milligrams of creatine I'm like what the what the fuck is this it's just it's ridiculous and like we'll say that but brands like that don't really say oh can you we're going to do a new flavor we're going to do they don't really do that so i haven't seen a supremely bad brand like really really bad that kind of got more coverage on stack, but that was probably the lack of their effort um but I, there have been brands where i'm like i i'm not i'm not putting it, i've have done reviews where you know <laughs> it went up and then it <laughs> then, it went, then it went down. <laughs> um, I've had advertisers where, like, I just had to say no. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's definitely. I won't, I, I won't name anyone, but of course, it's uh, yeah, it happens a lot. But with the amount of brands we get nowadays, it's uh, it's it's a lot better. Like the, the quality or at least the, I guess the formulations and the level of uh, quality you get in those is much higher now than it was Like when I started. I wouldn't have had brands hitting me up. There just weren't that many brands. And then over the years, you got more and more. Uh, but with that increase in brands, obviously no one's looking at the market, be like, oh, I want to get in there. It looks easy there have been a few but they've all tried to get in being like i need to compete with this brand so long as i do better than this brand and then that's kind of created this rise in i guess your average formulation like you could have taken 10 at random pre-workouts back in 2013 and i guess the dosages and the ingredients wouldn't be as uh i don't know level as they are now Mm -hmm. and high like you just get full transparency loaded dosages kind of it's a given that you have the 3.2 of beta alanine six grams of citrulline and all that but back then you would get blends you would get random dosages so fortunately the industry has a lot of good brands and the the super shit ones don't reach out to me but um (laughs) there have been times when uh yeah like i just and, it, and obviously the, there's the legal side mm-hmm. i've heard stories of people and brands and brands just doing it because they have the biggest stick and you're gonna run out of money before they do kind of thing so whenever that's ever happened to me i'm just like well, okay whatever i mean I'll take it down i'm not gonna argue but i mean uh, there have been plenty of fights but <laughs> It's kind of is what it is. Huh. I'm not, look at, I'm not looking to start anything. Yeah. Um, now I do. I will say now though, I don't like the last three, four years it's just because of the size, mm-hmm. because of the size of stacked. I think people would know if they asked me. Uh, and even if it got out that they did, I think the, it would just maybe reflect badly on them so uh i don't get i got it a lot started out like a lot of people would make uh kind of threats and arguments and blah 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 but at that time i didn't really give a shit so it was kind of similar situation to now <laughs> i didn't I didn't care back then now i care but don't get this get people arguing so it's uh yeah it definitely happens unfortunately
0: well it's all good it's your platform you share who you want to share at the end of the day oh yeah yeah and yeah um quick question your way what advice would you give to someone who is afraid to go after what they want
1: i mean i i that's a a tricky one i I would say the obvious answer is do it Mm -hmm. but the person's not doing it for like, for whatever reason, telling them to do it, they've already told themselves to do it. I, I I would say if you're afraid, then you're probably not believing in it enough or confident enough. Back in the day uh, when I was swimming, uh, I remember there was a quote that one of the coaches that I heard from the the top level clubs, Um. She said that she never really uh, like, she didn't need to do a lot on race day. She never did a lot to motivate her uh, athletes on race day. She says she did that in training. She said she trained them so hard and made them so much better during training that when it came race day, there was impossible for them to fail. She says they were that much better and they had so much proof and confidence that they would perform regardless. And I always like that saying as if it's, if it's a great plan, you, you shouldn't, you wouldn't be questioning yourself. You would have done it already. Um, it, it, if, if, if it's a matter of being confident enough, then find more reasons just until you don't, don't like, oh, I'm not sure if I should do this and then do it just because you know. not I mean, if you don't believe on it and you're not confident in it, then it's going to be tricky to push and, it might just be a wrong wrong instinct. I've certainly done a lot of uh, useless things in my time. <laughs> um, like that was the one thing with Stacked is I've done things where I've introduced a little feature on the platform. And I, I was really, I was like, oh, I hope this is good. And then no one really cared. Uh, and it wasn't that great. And then I'd just drop it. I'd be taking risks here and there, but no one cared because I already had it. I was fully confident in it, though. I would do it. Um, But I would say make sure that you believe in it, you're confident in it, and if you really are just unsure and think it's risky, that
0: might be a better instinct. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that with me and the listeners. And (laughs) now we're going to get to the fun questions. So... Oh, shit. Yeah. What shows do you watch on netflix or disney plus or anything like that when you're on your downtime i'm a the the thing with tv shows is that i ruin them for myself
1: because when me and my wife get something Mm -hmm. we like we just watch it straight and then it's gone in the next week and we're like we we just went through two seasons i was like shit Mm um so the tv shows that i watch on a regular this may surprise people what um superstore the sitcom superstore i'm a big fan of okay yeah that, that kind of just finished with the finale um i like seinfeld kirby enthusiasm uh i just watched the recent most recent season of that american housewife another odd one okay uh, the, the goldbergs um future man i just got into uh i like ones where i'm kind of up to date Mm-hmm. where I can watch a new one each week and then when one goes off season I end up having to fill it with a tv show that is old I guess I need to get into um Blacklist is another one okay i say like Black i say like Blacklist is probably the most I guess action thriller tv yeah. series I watch for sure all of the other ones are just sitcoms comedy sitcoms i don't like getting into dramatic tv shows because mm-hmm. then i uh i don't know it puts a damper on the evening like if it's sad and someone dies i'm just kind of i want it to be funny yeah, of course <laughs> um uh, but uh oh and uh, debris is another good show i just started watching but uh, we we uh we watch we try and watch all the top american shows um
0: this is us i hear is really good but this is us is really good but it can be uh yeah see that's heavy and depressing but there are some moments where you'll laugh and you'll you'll love the characters so
1: yeah see it sounds like so much of an emotional roller coaster Uh,
0: it is it is an emotion i
1: I hear it's really good but you just said it like i don't want to sit down for an episode and possibly be happy and possibly be sad (laughs)
0: there's there's one show that i would recommend your way um it's called the magicians it's on netflix and it's kind of like harry potter for adults and it's huh. awesome amazing story yeah there might be some moments where a character passes away unfortunately for whatever reason but dude, I mean, if a- it's if it's magic though, thing. that is magic it is incredible it's it's like one of the best shows i've ever seen i love it so
1: Oh, my, my wife is a uh, just a, a, an epically big harry potter fan and nice. I've, i i hadn't watched all of them until i met her but uh yeah i think that sounds like if, if there's actually if there's magic involved i don't care if people die i don't i don't cry in the last harry potter when they all like everyone got killed it didn't bother me it's just yeah. when their whole focus is drama that's when i'm
0: like oh this is heavy too heavy for me um yeah no there's definitely a lot of focus on magic and and that whole universe that world that they built so it's fun i highly recommend it um dropping another quick question your way is what type of workouts do you do i kind of only just paid attention
1: to that recently because i was very automatic with Mm -hmm. mine i don't I don't know what I would say, describe them as. I believe they're typical. I shaped my workouts based on what I did for swimming. So when I did it for swimming, the idea was to get strong, um, to build strength. And so I, I would basically do, when I was younger, now I have to do a warm up. Uh, I would do kind of two compound big lifts. And then I would do two or three, uh, machines or dumbbell movements, high rep stuff that was more refined. Um, and so my, I don't know, my idea behind my workout is you do the heavy stuff. Let's say it's a leg day. i sorry. Let's say it's chest day, flat Mm -hmm. bench, incline bench or dumbbell press, whatever. And my idea was do them super heavy because the heavier they are, the more muscle gets, gets turned on and then do the more refined movements to cover every area kind of individually. That was just that just seemed like a smart thing to do. And I've done that for I don't know, 12, 13 years. I don't know what it's called. But so yeah. I do two big movements, uh, around seven reps, heavy as I can, maybe four or five sets, and then I do three uh more concentrated things, like I don't know if it's chest egg, cable flies, and that's usually ten to fifteen. And
0: I've I've had moderate success too good success with this. <laughs> okay dope thank you um and then dropping another quick question your way is what type of music do you listen to when when you're at the gym or what you prefer rock yeah rock any is there a favorite brand is there a favorite band of yours
1: i have a whole bunch but usually it's uh, acdc metallica okay Sick. um a couple others in there but you
0: kind of get the vibe from those two as to what the rest of it can be. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Shane, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on Content Inspire. I genuinely appreciate you sharing your story, your time. Because um, like I said, when, when my listeners, someone's going to listen to it and that might just be what's needed for them to go after what they want. So thank you for awesome. being on here and um i'll plug everything down of, of yours down below website podcast you name it so that the listeners can check you out for yourself and then um is there anything that you'd like to say to the listeners no nah,
1: thank you for, for having me on it was awesome to to chat and and uh answer some some awesome questions and some odd ones but uh yeah that was great <laughs>
0: well um listeners till next time